Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it is Vegas Fantasy, and we are back doing the Christmas special. And this is sales and marketing behind the eight ball, the groundbreaking original. This is the show, peeps. If you go back from day one to the first show, we set the standard. Last year, we did a holiday special that talked about repossessing. Bob Cratchit's house, putting a Popeye's chicken franchise in its place. This time I'm coming at you heavy and hard. This has been a tough, interesting year for Vegas fans. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a Christmas to remember. Back in a minute. change for some reason this restaurant is cursed when it comes to phones so i have a landline phone right now that sounds real staticky and funky then again it could be the old conspiracy Uh, made me think of my friend keith over at local biz builders that time we had the phone lines jammed Record number of people on the line talking offline gold, and all of a sudden, right at the crux of the show, some chick at BTR that never could stand me anyway pulled the plug on it. That's called the fix, people. Anyway, last year I did kind of a comedic version of my uh, view of the holidays. Um, Some of you found it funny. Some of you probably were offended, but that's fine. I'm sure you got over it. And boy, I hope y'all can hear me on this phone. $78, or either that or fell off the back of a truck. I don't know which, but boy, this thing is staticky. I'm not sure if I should, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll put the chat on and let y'all know if if I'm uh, coming in live or not here. I really don't feel like doing a uh, chat session tonight because it never works for me. I'll go ahead and open it up, see if somebody can tell me if they can hear me all right. All righty. 
right, guys. This is going to be, um, I put a lot of hype up there, but I really do want this to be a show that's a little different. Um, I know I've been pounding the barter arbitrage for a while now, and there's a reason for that. Not only is it, you know, my legacy product, um, you know, basically it's going to represent a serious amount of change for me and other people that are important in my life. And based on this particular uh, year that I've had, there's been some ups and some downs. And uh, as I said on my Facebook, uh, due to some uh, shaky former accountants, I've got the Internal Revenue Service so far up my you-know-what, I can taste the Brill Cream. So Vinny needs some cash. And... Again, holidays have always been tough for me. Um, I don't know if I get that from my dad. I know a lot of you out there probably deal with that. Um, my father grew up uh, in a house where his father was basically a professional you know, card shark, hustler, gambler, which meant that some Christmases were very, very good. You know, presents under the tree, Santa came. Other years, nothing, literally nothing, no dad, no nothing, no gifts, no nothing. Uh, my dad still struggles with the holidays, and I have attempted to not have that rub off on me because growing up up in Alaska, I tend to remember Christmas as being pretty good, except the old man, even then I knew, had a hard time with it. And it's funny, my grandfather really never changed. I loved him, but he never really changed, you know, because, at the, you know, I remember being like 12, 13 years old, and he'd come in and he'd walk in the house and he'd hand all his kids a $100 bill and say, Papa loved you, and then he'd be back to the dice game that he was running, you know. But that was cool. You know, that's who he was. And I, and I sit here some nights, and uh, there's a couple of, of real uh, – real reality changes that have happened that I want to share with you guys. And, boy, this phone sounds like it sucks tonight. Wouldn't that just be my luck? Anyway, it makes you think, you know, um, this has been an interesting year for me. It's had highs. It's had lows, just like you guys. Um, and you know what? I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This, this static is rattling me. So I'm going to try to figure out. If anybody, I have no clue how to use this chat feature either. I got guest 4641 on here. I was hoping somebody would let me know if they could hear this friggin' thing clearly. Let's see here. Well, all right, well, you know what? What the hell? We'll give it a shot. Brand new phone. All right. We're talking, this again is supposed to be kind of holiday related. So again, first thing I want to say is I know a lot of people out there, like I said, you know, the holidays are not, and by the way, guys, I have lost my voice today on top of everything else. I was talking to Brian McLeod today. That dude could out-talk me, if that's possible. He's also uh, the dude who wrote that sales copy you guys are about to see, hopefully here in a week or two, about the product, uh, Barter Arbitrage. But anyway, let's get on to uh, what we're talking about here. Um, 
I was sitting here last week. Man, it's been, like I said, it's been a real strange year for me. And um, y'all know, I mean, guys like John Rogers, guy I respect in so many ways I can't even begin to mention it right now. Um, he said, Vinny, you got to stop wearing your heart on your sleeve, brother, et cetera, et cetera. But what people fail to understand is if you take that away from me, then you just got another friggin' radio show. And, you know, and I was sitting here thinking about reflecting the other day on, you know, I, I, I talked to you guys about the fact that I saw somebody die in front of me a couple of days ago, and I was talking to you guys. I know a lot of you guys are aware that on a personal level, I had some highs and lows in that area of my life that have been pretty painful. Um, as far as business, you know, Sylvie and I have been working on this friggin' project for what seems like a year, and now it's December, and of course, you know, no big JVs are going to want to roll it out until January, and I'm looking at all this stuff, and again, I got the IRS right now, seasoned bank accounts I didn't even think I had, you know, and I'm sitting here going through all this, uh, let's see what else happened, I'll give you the bad, because you know me, I don't lie, i just give it to you straight. Uh, had to go try to make a deal happen with somebody uh, that wasn't what you would be, con- you know, what you would consider a conventional lender. Got cracked upside my head so hard a couple days ago that I'm still feeling it, you know. That's the game. That's how it goes. When you can't go down and 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 pull your money out of your own bank account. You know, and again, this is all going to get worked out. This is due to, you know, a certain CPA that uh, apparently uh, did some of that, what do they call that, uh, fuzzy math on about 68 of us back, oh, six or seven years ago. So for those of you people think that you're safe, be careful, you know, because they don't play this IRS. And when I mean they do a levy on your ass, you are lock, stock, and barrel done. But anyway, I'm a little off focus here, guys. I haven't done one of these. I'm used to coming on here talking about the barter and stuff, so let's get to it. So anyway, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's times like this, you know, I'm focusing on all this low shit in my life, and, you know, you sit here and then all of a sudden it, it makes you think about, you know, the people in your life. And I think of my grandfather. He's still my idol. And I think about what he'd say, and he'd say, you know, like back when, when I was 18, I went to jail because I was stupid, you know, dumb kid, made a move, you know, wrong move, went to prison. He'd say, suck it up, you know, do the time, take the fall. That's what makes you who you are. That's what makes you what you are. You know, what life, you know, that's what life's really all about, people. And in my case, my, my, my parameters or rules are probably different from yours. But we all, even scumbags out there, have rules and parameters. You know, in my case, it's loyalty. You know, in, in my case, it's, you know, you take the beating for the friend. You don't run. You don't lay down. You don't betray who you are. You don't forget where you came from, who you are. You wear it on your sleeve. You know, there's people out there that would like to humble somebody like me, you know, and other people like me or just anybody that's got an original concept okay go ahead humble us now what you got you got a warrior form filled with 27 sheep all clucking to the same friggin song you know 
Is that the kind of world we want to live in? I don't think so. So, anyway, it was a tough year, and there were some high points in it. Believe me, there was. But, again, it got me to thinking about things. And that audio I recorded the other night about the um, the gentleman that was driving a little too fast, that was pretty life-changing for me. That got me to thinking about some things. And I think Vegas Vince finally got shit figured out for once in his life. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis, because I think you're supposed to have those at 35, right? Or is it when you can't get the young, hot chicks anymore? Because I can still pull that off. Granted, I will admit that the, you know, that the lines that I used to use, now i got to kind of reach into the bag for some better material. But I can still, you know, I can still hang in that area. But I'm going to talk to you about a story that hit the paper. I got a, and the only reason I'm mentioning that this gentleman is black is because, A, he is black, and because the person in question is black, and I think it is relevant, so I don't want anybody to take this wrong, but my morning guy, the guy, you know, that is generally the one who opens up in the morning, that's when I go to bed, his name's Nate, he's a black guy, been working with us for eight years, me's like family, in fact, he's the only employee who got a key to this place, and him and I were talking about a story that just hit this jerkwater little town I live in called Lake Wales. And I just posted this on the blog. And I hope there's a link up there. I think it's VegasVenceBlogspot.com. I, I have no idea, guys, what the hell, how to tell you. If there's a link on my blog talk radio show, I want you guys to look at this video. This thing's going to break your friggin' heart. Make a long story short, it's about a man named James Bain. This made national news, by the way. This just happened. James Bain, 35 years in prison for the rape of a child, and he didn't commit the crime. Now, I don't have to go into all the logistics. Let's just say that Project Innocence, which is uh, actually it's called the Innocence Project, jumped in. This man had attempted five times to get DNA testing in this particular case. Plus, they've now, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come right out and tell you what this was a case of people. It's called Southern Justice. You know, let's, if you study the case, it's Southern Justice. Make a long story short, I'm angry about this. Now, again, we got the Christmas tree up in here, and I'm sitting here, and I am so bitter and angry because I am looking at a system that pretty much allowed a man to sit in prison from the time I think he's about 19, 18, 17. He was, he was a teenager, I believe, 35 years, and nobody cared. And had, you know, this been a case where this particular poor child had died, I can guarantee you this man would have been executed. And I'm bitter and I'm angry. And Nate, my, you know, my, my morning guy, my, my dog in the morning, you know, we talk about sports. And we talk about the games. And we talk about what's going on. And then I head off to bed. He takes over. He angry, too. And we're sitting here, and he's saying, you know what, that friggin' judge doesn't even say I'm sorry to this man. He just say you're free, you know, basically the judge, you'll see the video. And I'm sitting here, and it hit me that this man has lost 30, 
five years of his life. He doesn't even know what a cell phone is. He doesn't know what, you know, a, you know, a nightclub is. He doesn't know, you know, all about a lot of things. And by the way, having been in prison before, I can tell you there are two things you do not want to be. One is a rat, a snitch. And number two, you don't want to be anybody that hurts a child because there may be some of the biggest, lowest forms of life in prison, but I'm going to tell you something, people. There's a code of honor even with them when it comes to people who mess with kids. You just don't do it. You have a miserable, well-deserved, miserable life in prison for doing it. Now, this poor guy not only gets sentenced to 35 years, and, I mean, I don't know what he got sentenced to. I'm saying he did 35 years. Like I said, you can go to my blog right now. This is a local story in my town. But can you imagine the kind of heat he took in the joint? Any of you been in the joint know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, here's where the magic came in. Here's where the magic came in. We watched him. The news comes on. And I'm looking in. And I'm waiting to see a militant, angry, a guy like me, because the first thing coming out of my mouth is, man, I'm getting paid. I'm pissed off. I want some money. You guys have, you know, this is a, you know, a lynch mob. You have destroyed a man's life, blah, blah, blah. I'm expecting, you watch that video. You watch a man who has a 77-year-old mother. If that doesn't break your heart, got a twin sister. This man kept faith. And I'm not going to turn this show into a religious discussion, by the way. I will say this about faith. Whatever faith you subscribe to, I hope you subscribe to it 24-7, 365. And I hope whatever it is includes a sliver that goes to yourself. In other words, I hope that whatever particular religion or philosophy you subscribe to There is some faith left over for you. Because I think when we put it all on the man upstairs, or the person who promises to do something for us lets us down, and we end up letting other people down, I think that's a problem. Again, this isn't a religious discussion. I believe faith in oneself is important. Anyway. Me and Nate are watching this. It changed my whole view of life about things. I said, you know what? Perception is reality. Here is Vegas Vince and another guy sitting here at the bar at 7 in the morning with the news on. And we're hoping this guy's as angry and bitter as we are about how bad the system screwed him. But guess what? He wasn't. You know, we're talking about Tiger Woods, and, you know, his old lady is going to walk away with $50 million for having the privilege of marrying the world's best golfer, a guy who unfortunately couldn't keep it in his pants. That's pretty good change. You know what, th- you know what this poor bastard's going to get? For 35 years, $1.75 million, and it's going to be doled out yearly, I think. Interesting, isn't it? The magic is perception is reality. This man ain't bitter. This man wanted to go home and see his mother. 
You watch that. Tell me that doesn't change your life. All of a sudden, I look at Nate. I say, man, why, why are we pissed off? Why would I? I'm, I'm, re- I'm serious. I'm ready to get on the phone with the, the editor of the uh, Lake Wales paper. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to, you know, these cops that, by the way, you know, when, the, when they had the kid ID this guy, you know what they said? They, they didn't say pick out your attacker. They said pick out Jimmy. They actually got this on record. This was a lynch mob railroad southern justice job. So I do have a right to be angry about it, but my point is change the way you look at things. I love this line. I've used it in the Liberation 101 course. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. Change the way you look at things, and the things you look at will change. Here's the man who actually did the time. He walked out with a smile on his face, and he going on with his life. And here's two guys in the restaurant business, me and my friend Nate, starting our day off pissed off because the system screwed another guy. Do you see how ridiculous that is? I don't know if any of this is making any sense. And I look, I look at Nate and I say, oh, my God, man, I finally am starting to realize stuff here. It's, we have the ability to change anything we want just by the mere way we look at it. This man didn't walk out of prison like a victim. He walked out as a free man going to see his mother who is 77 years old, and his twin sister. And he was happy, and he had a smile on his face. And here, I'm sitting pissed off because I'm seeing something different. Same situation. Every situation. Here's a classic example, guys. Light. It can light a church or it can illuminate a torture chamber. I mean, it's so true. I'm going to give you another example. There's a guy in this town they call Crazy Frank. Okay? I assume he's bipolar, schizophrenic. I have no idea. We opened up this restaurant eight years ago. Frank came in. And, boy, I hope I'm I'm running out of time here, aren't I? No, I'm not. Okay. I started at 1.30. This is this is this is something that's uh, I, I, these are these three or four are Christmas stories are not your typical Christmas stories. But the first one I told you about was my God. Here's a man that did 35 years for a crime he didn't commit, and he saw the experience differently than we did. We're angry. He's free. Uh, I go to bed with acid dripping in my stomach. He goes home to his mother. I'm the prisoner. He's free. Come to think of it, he might have been a lot freer than me for most of his life, even in jail, for all I know. Anyway, let me tell you about a guy named Crazy Frank. We opened up this joint eight years ago. It used to be a biker bar. It was a den of iniquity. It is infamous. It is the eyesore of this little town. And when we bought this building, they laughed. And they said, you will never, ever get upstanding members of the community in here. Well, that's another story. We did. Anyway, second day we're open, I get this guy named Frank. They call him Crazy Frank now. And, Sylvia, if you're out there listening, you know who I'm talking about. He's the dude that does nothing but walk up and down the street all day long, 24-7, and just about 24-7. 
In fact, as I'm doing this show, I can almost guarantee you within 15 minutes, I will see Frank pass outside this restaurant. He walks. That's all he does. He walks and he talks to himself. He comes in, he orders an iced tea. I pour him the iced tea, not knowing much about him, tell him he's a little, uh, you know, a little whacked out, but didn't think much of it. Next thing I know, he jumps up and he says, you know what, you son of a bitch, I think you're trying to poison me. And I do believe we got to step outside. Now, it's kind of funny, actually, looking back at this, because at the time, I'm about to pick up a pool cue, because at the time, we actually had a pool table in here. We figured out quickly, you better get rid of a pool table. That's one way to get rid of uh, the rednecks in a hurry. You get rid of the 10-cent draft beer in the pool table, you'll eliminate a lot of trouble. Anyway, I'm, my first reaction is, okay, I really am not, you know, I'm not a big guy. I'm really not in a position to whoop this guy or take on this guy. So I'm going to bust him upside his friggin' head. Well, needless to say, it didn't come to that. And needless to say, my father jumps in there. And uh, needless to say, Frank got 86th for my restaurant. Eight years ago, I see him every day like everybody else does, a guy that's nuts and talks to himself. And the same day this other magic happened to me about, you know, Mr. Baines, when I realized that I was wrong and, and that why could, I should be happy with this man instead of being pissed off over the system that imprisoned him. I looked at this guy walking by, and I realized, you know what? He's not dirty. His hair is always combed. He's, he's always wearing something fairly clean. And I really actually did something I've never done in eight years. I looked at this guy, and I said, yeah, I mean, there's no question he's schizophrenic. I mean, he is. Uh, bipolar or whatever, but I looked at him and I realized this guy walks by every day. I would say he's got to be in his early 60s, and yet he has pride somewhere. There's pride inside him because just of the way he takes care of himself. This isn't some bum living in a trash can, people. This might be a Vietnam veteran. This might be somebody's brother that didn't quite make it all the way back from the war. I don't know. It just made me think, you know, instead of always accepting the obvious people, I looked and I said, you know what? The guy takes pride. I find out later he was a Vietnam veteran. I found this out this week. I bring this up because... Uh, Damn. I bring this up because, you know, I, I listen to the cackle and the waitresses in my restaurant. Everybody's so judgmental of everybody anymore in this world. And I'm thinking to myself, here is a guy that fought for this country. And for whatever reason, a part of him stayed over there. And today, and it took a little courage to do this because... I'm going to be honest with you, Crazy Frank is scary. The dude isn't exactly somebody you want to go up and get to, you know, warm and fuzzy with. 
but I did something today that took a little wavels on my part. I waited as he was crossing across the street from the IHOP, and I timed it, and I saw him right as he was about to walk by my door, and I walked right out, and I said, hey, Frank, you dropped this. He turned around and said, and I can't tell you what he said because it was not a pretty word. He basically said, what the F are you talking about, you something, something, something. I said, no, bro, I'm sorry. Here, you just dropped this. And I flipped it on the ground, went back in, and I put a $20 bill out there. Now, the reason I did that is I have since learned that Frank gets a check on a certain part of the month. And when the check comes in, you know, he goes out and generally buys himself a new pair of shoes and jeans and food or whatever it is, and then he walks the rest of the time. I'm not going to get into all the detail. My point is that did I do it to make him feel good or me? I don't know. But to me, that was more real than this bullshit where we have to buy gifts, you know, uh, because Mrs. Jones bought Tiffany uh, uh, Barbie with the Kung Fu grip. Or we got to buy the Tickle Me Elmo so we can keep up appearances at the next PTA meeting when half the parents are popping Valium. Okay? This was a guy eight years and will probably continue to walk by my restaurant for eight years. And just the mere fact that I now realize who he is and what he's about and knowing that, like I said, one of the, one of the guys – you know, that said, Vinny, you wear it on your sleeve, John Rogers. I couldn't even begin to tell you what a class act this guy is. This is a man who did a favor for me that I didn't even know about till later. He's one of the guys being affected by a situation right now that is getting resolved. One good thing about the IRS on this particular deal is looks like they're going to give me an offer and compromise because they know there wasn't malicious intent on my part on this particular one. And believe me, I ain't sitting here saying Vegas Vance isn't, uh, you know, he ain't no, is, is no big fan of taxes, but this particular accountant apparently had uh, done a little fuzzy bookkeeping for about 68 people. Thank God 67 of them were upstanding members of the community, so I guess they just tossed me in the mix as one of them. Hold on. I got the Jack and Coke out tonight. Hold on. Anyway, the $20 bill was something Frank needed because Frank's check had run out, and I had figured this out just by doing the, the little math with somebody. It takes five minutes. This is somebody you see every day. Does that mean me and Frank are going to be one-on-one -on -one buddies? No. But what it means is when you look at this man now, realize that he went over and fought for this country at one time. Whether you think the war was bullshit or not, I'm not getting into that type of stuff. That has no bearing on this. I don't want to hear about any of that stuff. I had, you know, two uncles. One got shot uh, in Vietnam. And they will both tell you they didn't think much of the war either. But they went. It's not anything to do with that. It's a case of, you know, again, this isn't politics. This is a man who went over to Vietnam, and unfortunately a part of him never made it home. He deserves respect. And uh, I told my waitresses I don't want to hear a single friggin' word. And I, my dad, who seldom raises his voice around here, said the same thing. He said, leave the man alone. You know, it's like the way they taught kids in school today. Well, old adults do it too. 
Find out who your these people are before you start judging them. You might find out find out they had more courage than you have in your little finger. Because I suspect this guy did. Talk to you about another guy named Frank. This guy isn't crazy, but he is a mean, ornery son of a bitch. He's 91 years old, and you know what his occupation is? He is the school crossing guard here in Lake Wales. He is a living legend. And I remember the first time I was in a car with my father, and we were driving a little too fast, when Frank was holding up his sign. And when I mean a little fast, I mean we were probably going maybe a mile too fast for Frank's taste. Frank at the time was about 88. He jumped right in front of our car, started pounding on the window, and said, you son of a bitches ought to be in jail. I've got kids here. Blah, 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 blah. Needless to say, for the next four or five years, Frank gets a free meal from this restaurant every week. You know why? He's just one of these unsung heroes. He loves those kids. He's a cranky son of a bitch. He, he, he reminds me a lot of Mickey from the Rocky movies. He loves those kids. And boy, God help you. And if you're a cop and you're driving too fast, he, he, it doesn't matter to him. Again, it makes you think about the people in your life. It makes you think about start looking around at these people and events and start seeing them differently. Because, you know, in all situations, first of all, we see a man that's in prison for 35 years, and I am pissed off over a corrupt system because, to me, the most hideous crime in the world is to take away a man's freedom for a crime he didn't commit. That's my personal feeling. As To me, that is rape of dignity. That is that is so fundamentally evil I cannot even put it into words but if this man can walk out with a smile on his face maybe I should be inspired and maybe I should use that to inspire myself to say you know what my god if this guy can do 35 years what can I do crazy Frank a guy people laugh at a guy people are afraid of a guy who told me I was putting poison in his iced tea and that we were going to have to step outside. A guy I was probably going to have to bust upside the head with a pool stick, I found out later, is a schizophrenic former Vietnam vet who takes enough pride in himself that when he gets his check, he goes out and buys himself new sneakers and new jeans. And I don't know where he lives. Nobody's ever quite figured it out yet. And all he does is walk and walk and talk. But you know what? He's not worried about what I'm thinking or the Jones family's thinking. He's freer than most of us. He's not living vicariously through, you know, how many birdies Tiger Woods made or how many broads he banged. Because he's got a life. It may not be the life we choose to live, but at least it's his own life. Tell you another one talk about one of my ex-girlfriends, Denise, comes in. That's why I love this girl. This is one of the reasons I love this girl. I come in, I'll, let's, I'll be honest, me and Til, uh, uh, Sylvia picked up some uh, Tiffany jewelry. I figured, you know, what the hell, we'll you know, use it as gifts or sell it or whatever. I give it to her. She said, Maddie, you know, I really, you know, appreciate it. And 
I just wanted to come down and see you. I love hanging out here with, you know, you at the restaurant and, you know, all that good stuff. And I ain't going to get into all the mushy detail. She said, but you keep that. Give that to somebody else like your mom or your sister. She said, I'm not a Tiffany type of girl. She said, and if I was, you wouldn't have ever wanted me anyway. And I thought about it. But first, I'm offended. First, my feelings get hurt. I'm thinking, you know what? This is a, you know, designer Tiffany necklace, um, you know, on the website, $690. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to impress somebody I shouldn't have had to impress. And and it, it reminded me of why I love that girl from the beginning. We didn't have to put on airs. She said it the best of all. She said, when you really are with somebody that is true and honest and means something to you, you don't have to worry if your friggin' hair is combed, your makeup's on right. That was one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard a chick say. She said, I know you don't judge me. She said, you're the only guy that I, I don't have to worry if my eyeliner's on exactly right. By the way, check out my Warrior Form profile on the album page. Check out Denise. She's stunning. She didn't want the Tiffany. She didn't need it. And rather than getting upset... I got it and realized, you know what, okay, you're right. I don't need to buy somebody that already loves me. I don't need to impress somebody that didn't need to be impressed. But what it was cool was is it reminded me that here's a person in my life maybe I took for granted. Those are the little type of people in your life that we often don't give credit to. Let's talk about a guy like Dr. Monty. I got to really keep an eye on the clock. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Marketer, fan of Vegas Vince, by the way. That's shocking to me. It still blows me away. I mean, you talk about the friggin' odd couple. You know why? You know why I love this guy. He's not what you call a do-gooder. You know what a do-gooder is? A do. I was talking to McLeod about this. By the way, Brian McLeod, people, I I plug my copywriters when they're that damn good. I, when you're the best in the world. And you, and you write copy or you do anything else for me, I'll come out and say you're the best in the world. Brian McLeod at loudmac, loudmac.com, and he's going to be making fun of my voice because he told me I'd lose it, is the best damn copywriter on the planet, period. I hope he cuts his fee for me saying that. Anyway, Dr. Manny, Monty, oh, I always butcher it. Do a little research on him, especially... Uh, if you're not a member of the Warrior Forum, this man is a heart surgeon whose life consists of helping children with heart defects. He actually performs surgeries. He wants to do this particular show, sales and marketing. And you know why it's hard for us to book it? Because he doesn't ever know when he's going to have to rush into surgery. But you know what? He's not. When I mean a do-gooder, I mean he does from the heart. I'm not talking about one of these guys who likes to make sure, you know, clear his throat <clears throat> as he's dropping the 50 grand in the collection plate, making sure everybody knows he's buying his way into heaven or wherever the hell he thinks he's going. You know who I'm talking about. The people that donate money and then need a friggin' plaque in their honor to commemorate the occasion and the big fat check. You people know who I'm talking about. That's they're probably living next door to you. They're called the Jones family. 
you know, that, that family that you, you people, a lot of you, have wasted a lifetime trying to keep up with, failing to realize that they are more screwed up than you are. Believe me, that perfect picket fence, that teenage daughter that gets straight A's or so you think, the perfect marriage, you'd be surprised. See it every day. Sylvia Roth. I got to tread lightly here. Somebody said the other day, how do you, how do you love this girl so much? She's married now. Um, you know, it's no big secret. You know, I'm not trying to embarrass her. She is my friend. She is my partner. And she is someone that, uh, that I truly love. Not ashamed to say that. You know why? For a number of reasons. I'll give you a couple. Because she loves her children. And I mean, in a way that I've never seen before. Um, I don't have kids. None that I know of, anyway. I love her for that. I love her for the fact that she was down here in Florida and would see things that I just took for granted or literally stomped on like geckos or bugs or weird uh, plants, and she'd take pictures of things I took for granted to make them look beautiful. See, again, you change the perception, you change the reality. It's really, really important during this season, guys, to start realizing one thing. You are the master of the show, baby. You can write, you can make, your, you can make this friggin' movie that you're listening to right now, this show. You can, you, can, you can let it offend you. You can let it inspire you. You can let it bore you. You can do whatever the hell you want. But it isn't me doing it to you. It's you doing it to yourself. Because I don't have power to piss anybody off. I don't have power to inspire anybody. I don't have power to do any of that. And if you, and if you say I do, then you're giving me way too much credit. And you're basically saying someone else has control over your thoughts and feelings. And that's not the case. I want you guys to start finding beauty in places uh, where you might not think it exists. I want you to stop judging people until you figure out the real deal on them. Again, this was a tough year. Sylvia's going through some severe medical issues, as unfortunately prophetic I am when it comes to PayPal. I've had two close friends, uh, including her and my friend Robin in Pennsylvania, who I love dearly, and I am uh, praying for your mother, Robin. We are doing a science of the mind treatment for her. Lose thousands of dollars due to some real, real, real evil PayPal tactics. You know, my word and honor is everything, and if I can't keep it, I feel like I'm half a, a friggin' man. I really do. So for those of you who I delivered this year, I'm glad I could. To those of you who I over-delivered to, count your blessings. And to those of you still waiting to get your slice, this is Vegas Vince. 
All I got is my word and my balls. I don't bust them from nobody. I just ripped that off from the Al Pacino movie, but it's true. That's all I got. Let me work out this little shing-ding with the government. You know? Let, I got to get my bank accounts back open. It's, 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 it's humiliating. I got a guy who gave me a $680 check. I was telling McLeod this today. I said, it's humiliating. You got to go in and you got to find somebody to endorse it because you can't cash it in your own bank because they got liens on it, you know, for something that's going way, 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 way back. And by the way, it's, you know, it's not like they're taking it off. They're just kind of holding it right now. We're waiting to say, you know, I assume to try to compound some interest. I don't know. But you know what? Don't matter. Because Vegas Vince going to survive. Sylvia Roth going to survive. Because we got a product out there that, quite frankly, is going to be my legacy. It won't be Sylvia's because she's young and brilliant. And she got a lot more of them in her. But I, I sit here today knowing that I'm going to look at life differently from now on. I am going to start seeing what I want to see, not what they're feeding me. You know? That newscast was designed to piss me off. I'm the director of my own life from now on, you know? IRS, same thing. They can stand in line. What are you going to do? Lock me up for a thousand years? So what? I'll still outlive them. You know, what are they going to do? Bottom line is this, guys. I want everybody to look at the holidays not as a day, but as a new beginning. And start, for the love of God, having some faith in yourself and enjoying the now and the moment. It makes the whole game so much easier. It really does. Right now, I'm standing here about to light a cigarette which is not healthy, but I am enjoying doing this show, and I'm, I figure there's at least somebody out there enjoying the show, and for this very moment, life is good. I can't worry too much about tomorrow, but I can only, you know, accentuate the positive, and that is I have come up with a product called Barter Arbitrage that I think will go down as the best of all time. And I think, if nothing else, if you can say you did one thing in life, the best in the world of what you did, that's something to be proud of. And as I've told many of you, most of my life is comprised of a resume that would not make a parent too proud. It is, you know, it is included, <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into all that. Let's just say it's included uh, manic depression that I chose to handle on my own minus pills, even when you have to fake a smile. Does anybody quite understand what I'm talking about who's been down that road before? And you know what? I ain't no victim. I have got to practice what I preach. I tell you people I don't want a $29 mentality. We've got barter arbitrage coming out. You know I'll give you my heart and soul. I will give you, you guys, I'm telling you, there's some information in here that's going to blow you away. I'm not hyping this. I mean, I have literally gone and basically said this is the fall on the sword product. I'm proud of this. I'm proud to be working with Sylvia Roth. She knows it. 
She knows it. You ask yourselves, I do all the time, how does a chick in Canada end up with a bad guy down here in Florida? Do you think that's by accident? Now, I'm not a wise enough man to know if that's God, universe, fate, dice roll. But I'll tell you one thing. It wasn't to bring out the worst in each other. Those of you I've had the pleasure of meeting, guys like John Rogers and Scott and Jeff Stevens and Kate and uh, Robin, and I hate naming names because I'm going to leave somebody off, and guys who inspired me in my career like Jim Straw and, and even James J. Jones, one of the most underrated, brilliant marketers uh, out there. And by the way, James, you're listening. You're going to get a copy of this sales page, brother. You've got to wait for greatness, man. McLeod, man. Damn, he talks fast, he writes fast, but he had a lot of projects ahead of ours. Like I said, guys, you guys control the ship now, man. Stop looking at everything the way they want you to see it and instead spin it into how you want to see it. If you can do that, you can walk out of a, a prison of bars or prison of bars created in your own mind, which a lot of us live in now, as we know. I don't know exactly how much of a Christmas spin this show had, but it has been a very strange, interesting week for me. And I want to share it with you guys. And I know uh, there is one publicist out here who read my opening PDF for barter arbitrage and about had a heart attack, said, well, we're going to lose half the people right after the first page when I go through my life history. And I said, screw them. I don't want them anyway. You know why? Because I want you guys to know what you're getting here. I got nothing to hide from. I got nobody I need to impress. And I'm not enslaved by the need to say the right things at the right moment. And the way I am is the way I am. And you know what what that's called is freedom. I've always had that. I just have never been exactly sure um, in regards to the happiness issue. And love, like I said, we all know I've been in love three times, failed miserably all three times. The last one, boy, the last one really hurt. But, hey, you suck it up, like I said. You suck it up, you do the time, you take the fall, you take the beating for the friend. That's what makes Vegas fans who he is. guy like Dr. Manny gives and gives and gives, not because he's on some world stage trying to buy a pass into fame and glory because he gives a shit because he cares about other people. You know, my John Rogers, I mean, the man, the man, I can't, I, I'm so humble to even be, to be able to even have someone like him succeed with concepts he learned from the original course. And this is a man who fought for this country, who lost a child, who has got some class. And I ain't trying to embarrass him. He's going he's gonna to probably be pissed off and did me a big friggin' favor that I'm going to be taking care of here real soon for you, brother. Um, and more, I might add. 
I, I mean, I'm humbled and touched by that. And this is what I'm trying to say, people. In life, you can count true friends on one hand if you're lucky. You know, really you can. Those are the people you need to associate yourself with. Forget about the Brady family next door. That world, that world, it, it, that's their world. Let them, let them do it. Don't, you know, the old cliche, there's a, you know, silver lining in every cloud. Yeah, right. Sometimes the cloud just flat out sucks. But sometimes a sucky cloud can be great, especially if you're driving in a uh, Mustang convertible with the top down with some hot chick. Capiche? Thank you, Sylvia Roth, for being my friend. Thank you, John Rogers. Thank you, Brian McLeod. Thank you, Robin and PA. Thanks, Jeff Stevens. Thanks, uh, you know, again, I got too many people to thank. I'm going to leave somebody off and make an ass of myself, which isn't usually too tough for me to do. Turn this holiday season, guys, into what it's meant to be, not an event, a new way of life. Don't buy into the commercial bullshit aspect of it. Figure out what it really represents to you and then start living it 365, 24-7 and do it one day at a time. I swear to God, there isn't a Tony Robbins speech or a firewalk that's going to be more effective if you, if, if you listen to me on this one. I mean, it, I, my life has changed 360 in the last seven days, starting from the death of a, uh, a man uh, in front of my restaurant to a man freed from prison, to a schizophrenic, to an ex-girlfriend who didn't want Tiffany jewelry, to my friend and partner, Sylvia Roth, who most likely I probably care for a little too much, to a crossing guard, to a guy like Dr. Mani, to my beloved friend, Amanda, who, much like me, has gaps, and we fill in each other's gaps. And if you're out there, baby, I love you. Five years later, full circle, there's a reason we're back together. I'm going to help you any way I can. To all my students, to all you people that put up with this show, I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm not going soft on anybody here, by the way. I'm still going to drink the Jack. I'm still going to live it one day at a time. I'm still going to be trying to, you know, hook up with some hot chicks. That's what I do. That's what makes me who I am. I'm not changing. But with that said, there are some things more important than money. Not much. Money good. Money right up there. But it's the value of the people in your life that really matter. Take care of them. Have faith in yourself. And you'll soon discover you don't need to have as much faith in outside forces and circumstances. And with that, let's go ahead and do it. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. And may you always remain forever young. I appreciate all you guys. Uh, see, I'm sure I got some good, uh, let's check out the, yeah, he'll be lawyered up soon enough. 
Yeah, well, yeah, 35 years lawyered up, 35 years in the clink. But if that was your son, probably wouldn't be so funny. <clears throat> but anyway, hey, man, that's what makes this a free country, man. God bless you, brother. And I'm not even a religious man, believe it or not, as you can probably tell. Peace, everybody. Happy holidays to everybody, too, to you and your family. And, guys, be safe out there. Don't be driving, you know, waking up going 90 down the, you know, highway after a few too many. Do what Vinny does. Buy your own bar. Sit here and do Block Talk Radio. Put out the best barter product. Get some heavyweight JVs to sell it. Get the IRS off your ass. Become a legend. Peace.